0: On this episode of Convos with Kozel If you ever let someone take you out of your element, you are a loser. And I don't care what anyone has to say about that. This is why you rarely catch people who know true peace. Like you, you know those people who, who know true peace. They don't bother nobody, they don't be messing with nobody, they just always in their own zone. You never catch them hanging around or entertaining convos with highly emotional people. Oh, going. Welcome back to Convos with Kozel. I am your host, your favorite non-guru, James Kozel, all across the board, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Make sure if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, go ahead and head over there. I'm going to start posting the full episodes in video. Um, so now not only do you get the audio on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else, you're now going to get these uh, these views And if you didn't know and you can't tell by my voice, I am incredibly and daringly handsome and gorgeous. (laughs) Okay, so make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube page. So, guys, thank you for uh, listening, checking in. I know I didn't drop an episode on you guys last week. Um, I heard a little bit from some of you guys and I appreciate you guys for noticing Um, Especially if you don't follow me on Instagram I did say that I wasn't going to put one out Since we did crack episode 10 I did say I was going to start bringing people on the podcast So I have a series that I'm working on The first one is going to be a relationship series I get too many calls Of people asking me For relationship advice As if I'm happily married with kids (laughs) It's it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, I'm tired of answering the same questions. So I'm going to put it on video and, and audio. So I'm going to be like, hey, just go listen to episode 12 and stop calling me on this foolishness because I'm tired of answering the same damn questions. Okay? All right. Now, episode 11. I do have one more episode, which is this one before we get into that relationship series. And this one will be titled, You One Hating Hatin' Ass Nigga. And this is shout-out to all the haters. Not shouting you out, but letting you know that, you know, you're not going to phase us. And here's why. And I'm going to talk about who I consider to be the number one hater ever created. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, because everybody has them. They say if you ain't got no haters, you're not popping, right? So, no press is bad press, which can continue to push through. So, let's get to it. So, I'm watching what is, to me, the greatest animated Disney movie of all time. Aladdin. And no, this is not up for discussion. I'm not going to argue with you about that. It's 100% Aladdin. If you have a problem with that, argue with your mama. All right. And judging off the title, as I've given you, I'm pretty sure you can guess where I'm going with this. Jafar had to be the most hating ass, dickhead ass Negro I have ever seen In a movie, let alone an animated movie, is quite sad. And if he doesn't take the top spot, I guarantee you, he is definitely top three. Okay? Is Scar up there? Yes. Is Ursula up there? Yes. Are the is the stepmom and the stepsisters from Cinderella on there? Absolutely. I don't care who else you put up there. Jafar takes the cake. He's the goat of hating. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's on the Mount Rushmore of hating ass niggas, okay? And I'm going to tell you why he's the most hating ass nigga of all time. So let's take a look at Aladdin as a whole. For those who are not familiar with the story of Aladdin, my man grew up with nothing. You hear me? Nothing. You hear me? Nothing! Nothing! Not a motherfucker. Not a thing! He had nothing! Okay? He was a common thief, as they called him. A shoplifter. However, no matter what, this man still had charisma. I advise you to watch the first eight minutes. If it was one thing Aladdin had, And one thing Aladdin was, was he had charisma. And number two, he was a complete unit. Two lines in and he was already macking on something. Had the skills. As my boy Carl would say, it ain't on you, it's in you. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) They were on this man in the beginning of the movie, a couple of them. So he didn't have a problem with the women is what I'm saying. He was a typical bad boy. They even made a comment in the beginning of the movie that he doesn't have any parents. Okay. Damn. We can talk about so many things off of this movie. But we talking about Jafar hating ass, So let's stay on topic. So... Okay, like I said, so they they say mention that he doesn't have any parents, okay? So they're looking down on him, they're calling him a street rat, a bum, a loser, all that shit, right? But he was still a selfless man, and we'll talk about that on the back end, okay? But right now, let's talk about my man's rise to the top and how a hating ass nigga like Jafar got his rocks off. Yay! Although disrespected constantly, Aladdin always knew there would come a time where he would be considered high-level, wealthy, a badass motherfucker, the man, if you will. He just needed to meet and get around the right people, you know, the right place at the right time. Oh, so many real-life lessons we can learn from my boy. So, long story short, Jafar Punk-ass ended up tricking Aladdin. Okay, into going into the cave. They call it the Cave of Wonders. It had a magic lamp in there that Jafar wanted. Uh, But here's the thing. He also knew that Aladdin could potentially die going in there. (laughs) And the crazy part about it is that even if Aladdin didn't die, he planned on killing him anyway. What an asshole. You see where I'm going? Hating asshole. Okay, anyways. So let's fast forward. Aladdin gets the lamp, which contains a genie. And and you get three wishes from this genie. You can't wish for more wishes and you can't wish for somebody to love you. But like I said, this man already had the game of a of a well-established Mac. You feel me? He didn't need to wish for that. But what he did wish for was the wealth, like I said. So he wished he was a prince. Now, remember, this man already had the soft skills, the charisma, not swag necessarily because he didn't have no money. But being a prince enhances swag. He already had the ambition. He just lacked the finances. He lacked the status. He lacked the apparel, which he thought he needed in order to woo the princess. Oh! There's so many comparisons I can make to today's dating market, but we're not talking about that right now. Real quick, let me rewind. So he ended up meeting the princess in the beginning of the movie, and he low-key, put he threw a little Mac on her, he threw a little game at her, you know what I'm saying? And she was filling him, right? Because he was a bad boy, you feel me? And she was used to being sheltered and having this wealthy life that seeing a different side of somebody, she's like, oh, shit. I'm tired of seeing with all these princes, all these hoity-toities, as my mom would say, all these stuck-up people. Let me see what that other side talking about. Woo, watch out, Princess Jasmine. So my man Aladdin wishes that he was a prince. Now, so now, he is Prince Ali. Fabulous, he, Ali Ababwa. You hear me? And Jafar... so my man's a prince now he pulls up on the princess at the palace right in front of her and her dad who is the sultan and Jafar bitch-ass there too right so Jafar hating ass keep throwing shade like a hating ass nigga like bruh hating ass comments and y'all know people like this so here's some of the shit this motherfucker said he keep calling prince a boo-boo like, motherfucking, you know what the fuck my motherfucking, like, okay, I'm sorry for all the cussing, I'm, I'm hating ass niggas, just, ugh. so, he keeps calling him Prince Abubu, like, motherfucking, you know what my name is, bruh, I'm that guy, you know what the fuck going on, you know the vibes, bro, I'm Prince Ali, so he called him Prince Abubu, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, but y'all y'all know how haters are. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all know them hating ass people that always got some slick some some side comment to say, you know what I'm saying? No matter what, like it's just like, oh, you think you cute or whatever? Or, oh, that must be nice. Or I wish I could do that. And I wish I could take the time out of my day, but I got responsibilities to do. Oh, well, I can't do that because I got to do this. Like shut the fuck up, man. Y'all remember my earlier episodes. I said it cost zero dollars for you to shut the fuck up. And I still mean that today. Nobody is still asking these unsolicited opinions, man. But anyways, hate man motherfuckers. Like, we all ain't got shit to do. Like, shut your ass up. So, I just don't get, like, I don't understand why they're, like, there's no way you're that miserable. There's no way. But, you know, misery loves company. So, don't let, don't let them bring you down to their level. You know, when they go low, you go high. You go high as fuck. you can get high as fuck too. Shout out to the green. Uh, because the last thing you should do is combat emotion with emotion. I will always stand on this. You know, always stay in your logical mind, always stay in your logical position. I'll give you an example, right? So when you're in a spat with someone and they raise their voice at you. Obviously, a lot of us find that disrespectful, right? However, the last thing you should do is raise your voice as well. You know, getting into a yelling match with someone is like the most lame shit you can do. And you actually end up losing your power and position because you become flustered, you know. So stay rooted and disciplined. Keep your feelings out of everything and continue to speak with logic and poise. And I guarantee you, you will never lose because they'll always apologize because you kept your composure. And that's respectful. That is a trait of a real man. Whoever screams the loudest is never the winner. Whoever blows up, punches the wall, has a temper tantrum is never the winner. You're a loser. Okay, if you ever let someone take you out of your element, you are a loser. And I don't care what anyone has to say about that. This is why you rarely catch people who know true peace. Like, you, you know those people who, who know true peace. They don't bother nobody. They don't be messing with nobody. They're just always in their own zone. You never catch them hanging around or entertaining convos with highly emotional people. Because as soon as the emotional person feels convicted or gets the inkling they may be wrong or they don't want to take responsibility or they don't want to be held accountable, they lose their shit. They become disrespectful. They become a toddler, so to speak. It's pathetic. So, I'm telling y'all, please don't fall for that shit. So, continuing on, Jafar gets the lamp. And I want y'all to watch the movie or re-watch the movie so y'all can see how he gets it, right? He gets the lamp. And his first wish is to be Sultan. Basically, be the king, basically. That's that pride. Okay, keep in mind we're talking about pride right now, and he wishes, and then his the second wish, he wishes to be the most powerful sorcerer in the world. So now that's pride and ego, and let me tell you what he did after he got those two wishes. So boom, he's down two wishes already, and the first thing this motherfucker does when he get when he becomes sultan. And he becomes the most powerful sorcerer in the world. The first thing he does that he thinks to do is expose Aladdin. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like all the shit you could have possibly done. Dickhead. Not only did he have a song prepared. But he was mad disrespectful in execution. Stripped this man of his royal outfit, put him back in his rundown attire, called him a liar, slapped him, all in front of his girl. <laughs> that is some hate, hating- that shit, bro. That is some hate in front of his chick, bro. In front of Princess Jam slapped him, bro a whole song from a boy exposed him now was he right there could be an argument that he was absolutely right because Aladdin was a liar hey it is what it is he could be doing Mm -hmm. Princess Jasmine a service helping her out like hey bro I know you was really falling for buddy but he really ain't shit like the rest of us that's some hating shit though but Aladdin lied, you know, so I get it. The issue, though, is the reason Jafar did this was solely based off of selfish intent and pride and ego. So we talking about principle, like even though in theory, yeah, you you helping around because, you know, Aladdin was a fuck maker for sure. You know, but she liked. Him. And when she like him, we don't throw salt on another man's game like that. Come on, men. This cock blocking beanhead ass no-chicken. And on top of that, he walks around with the talking bird. You know what I'm saying? He be barking orders and stuff. Obviously, he has an issue uh, w- with authority. You know, he has to be the man. He has to feel like he's in a position of power all the time. That's his issue, all right? But he was hanging from the jump. And as soon... And we're talking about the beginning of the movie because he tried to court Princess Jasmine first and she wasn't feeling him, Right? So as soon as he found out he caught on that she wasn't interested in him he couldn't help himself but the hate on everybody else that she actually liked. Oh Man, what? That is a hating ass. You ever notice how people who have this sense of pride you know, the, the people that think they're better than everybody they typically have nothing. They might have money, but let's be honest. They really they rarely have any friends. More often than not, they have no love life. If they do, there's no love in it. It's based out of necessity. There's no excitement. You know, people don't necessarily like them. Because they're always negative. They're pessimistic. You know, they always got something bad to say. People don't like to be around that kind of stuff. But I tell you what, they always have a a animal with them. (laughs) They they put everything. The true essence of who they are is based off of their line of work. These are the people that come up to you. And the first thing they talk about is what they do for work because they have nothing else Um, you know, attractive about them. I want you guys to think about something. This is a question I ask people uh, when I bring them on as guests. It's one of my seven random questions. And the question is, other than your looks, what else is there about you that makes you attractive to someone? And we're not talking about your job. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. Because if they take your job away, who are you and what do you have? Obviously, Jafar was an idiot, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wanted to be around Jafar, bro, except that bird. If he ain't have power and status, that high-level rank with the Sultan, wouldn't nobody fuck with him. You can tell. He's a loser. A clown. But he took it very seriously. And he ended up being a hating-ass nigga. Guys, and you know, I, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna bore you guys with this movie. It's obviously one of my favorite animated movies. I just want you guys to pay attention. We all know people like this. We've seen people like this. We may have friends who are like this. The best thing you can do for yourself and your growth and your mental health and your personal development is one, either get away from these people or find a new circle to hang out with, because they're doing nothing but holding you back. Okay? And, you know, it's it's, it's, it's kind of cool that you can look at a Disney movie and I'm pretty sure there are other cartoon movies that can give you real life, um, you know, experiences in real life and educate you on some real shit that's going on out here. Don't worry about motherfuckers hanging on you because there will always be somebody. Someone always has to say something. Because we live in a world now where people feel obligated to express their opinion even though they're not asked for it, right? Just keep going. Ignore it. and If you need some help ignoring it, call me. You can talk shit about them. You can vent to me. But just don't do it to other people. Don't put it on social media, bro. Because then you lose. Because as soon as they see you react and answer this hating ass motherfucker, bro, they come back with more hating shit. More other hating motherfuckers come. But if you ignore it, what can they say? You understand me? They can't say anything. They can't do nothing. Because at the end of the day, you know you have a better life than them. You have a path. You have a mission you're trying to complete. You got things you're trying to accomplish. And they have nothing. They don't even know what they're supposed to be doing right now. They're miserable. And they're trying to drag you guys down with them. Don't let them do that. Stand strong. All right. I hope you guys were paying attention. Please, if I can tell you anything, please stay away from these people. Okay. They are like ticks, leeches, mosquitoes, (laughs) and they will suck you dry of everything. Your mental clarity, your ambition, your drive. Your perseverance They'll snatch it right out of you If you continue to let them win Okay Get out of your feelings And get back in your Bibles Man It's a lot going on right now Good luck Once you know me that's the life now When it's time for the summer, I'm trying to vibe out Rooftop fake drinking, that's the vibe now You got them happy hour deals, let me find out Bunching on the weekend, that's the life now Ooh.